1 Samuel 14, 47 through 52. When Saul had taken the kingship over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab, against the Ammonites, against Edom, against the kings of Zobah, against the Philistines. Wherever he turned, he routed them. And he did valiantly and struck the Amalekites and delivered Israel out of the hands of those who plundered them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan, Ishvi, Malkishua, and the names of his two daughters were these. The name of the firstborn was Merib, and the name of the younger Michael, or Michal. The name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. The name of the commander of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. There was hard fighting against the Philistines all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he attached him to himself. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Um, you know, every time I read a passage like this, I just <laughs> picture Will Kynes like cringing as I stumble like a drunk Better man you over than me. these we decided, Hebrew names. <laughs> I know. We decided who was going to read what. And uh, then I was like, ooh. I know. Uh, I was looking you at go it ahead. Like, dang it. <laughs> so any other it. Hebrew scholars job. out there, I apologize for my atrocity of pronunciation. <laughs> but anyways... So this is one of those passages where there's a lot of names, a lot of, I guess what I would just call context of, mm-hmm. you know, historical nuggets. Jennifer, what what is there to be learned <laughs> or extracted from this uh, right. dense underbrush? I know, right? Well, I, uh, I looked into some commentaries, and there's one that I enjoy by John Woodhouse on... Uh, or Samuel, and uh, so he helped me out a lot on this one because he basically noted that, you know, the su- this summary makes clear that Saul was, um, like, we know that what First Samuel is telling us is that Saul's a failure hmm. as Israel's yeah. king. Yeah. Um, he certainly was. But from this passage, we can see it's not because of a lack of military skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's fighting all the enemies and he's routing them it said so it seems successful which i think harkens back to that like you know saul seemed really good on the outside mm-hmm. like he has all of the yeah you know, it's what israel wanted right yeah. and it's what you know man sees and values saul has so there is something really instructive and deep here and that his failure as we heard of in chapter 13 and as we saw played out even in chapter 14 is that um he does not trust and obey God, yeah. the God of Israel. Absolutely. And that is his ultimate failure. Yeah. No, that's that's such a a great point. Like it's this weird dichotomy where Saul is always it seems like they're like always winning. And yet verse fifty two is is a really fascinating moment to me. There was hard fighting. There was hard fighting against the Philistines all the days of Saul. You know, there was no, there was never any peace never or like establishment, right. even though they kept winning. Like there, so there was this sense of like victory that, you know, we of course know was the right. Lord's right. favor yeah, and but preserving this makes it, his people. Yeah. It's like a sense of striving. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and 
it's just interesting because the people wanted a king. Why do they want a king? They wanted peace. They wanted establishment. Mm -hmm. You know, they wanted to be like the other nations. And right. yet this king can't actually deliver them from the conflicts that they, you know, are with their neighbors. And right. so, and, and then the passage ends on a really interesting note as well. When Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he attached him to himself. Yeah. And I think there's a couple things there. I mean, as we were kind of talking about beforehand, there's there's kind of this like manipulative and, and self-defensive air about like mm -hmm. that kind of person, you know, and I think we've all seen it. And, you know, that's like a classic like slimy politician thing is yeah. just having like your entourage of of, you know, people that are often insulating somebody right. who actually can't defend themselves. Right. And, you know, I kind of think of like the high school bully who's like yeah. four feet tall and then <laughs> yeah. has like the whole offensive right, line right, around him. Right, right, And um, what's really interesting about that is that God told the people that's what would happen. It, like yeah, back in exactly, 1 Samuel 8, exactly. he's like, he'll take your horses, yeah. he'll take your daughters, he'll take your sons. Exactly. Because it's interesting that he says he attached um, them to himself. Yeah, so you, it's not that he's empowering. No, you know, not it, no, them. he's taking. Yeah. It's these like a, strong he's sewing a patch onto yeah. like a jacket. It's yeah. kind of like that yeah. attachment language, and then that is also just a really interesting, you know, nod forward to Saul. So we find out he's always got his eyes open for fresh meat. You know, mm -hmm. for young, handsome, mm -hmm. strong, powerful men who mm -hmm. are going to make him look good. And there's a, a character coming down the pipeline yeah. in a, a chapter or two who fits the bill. Right, right. Well, except for he wasn't he wasn't the obvious one, right? Not obvious. But he does defeat yeah. Goliath, yeah. so he becomes useful. Totally, yeah, totally. To but yeah. that is a spoiler as we were. Right, foreshadowing today. a day. But yeah, actually, yeah. this whole thing is kind of interesting whenever you see all these names. We're going to hear a lot more about several of these names, about Abner for sure. Totally. McCall. Uh, yeah. the daughter of Saul. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see these characters play mm -hmm. out more. But I think you know maybe another note to end on is just that also you see Saul just attach looking to other men. He's looking for a savior in other people. He's mm -hmm. looking it, it, here. He is totally the anointed king of the God of the universe, yeah. Yahweh, the Redeemer, the Savior, mm -hmm. the one who's covenanted with his people. Um, and he has access yeah. and yet he's looking everywhere, but to the Lord yeah. for that, salvation. That's actually really fascinating because, you know, Saul had every reason to be a very bold and courageous person, mm -hmm. super tall, super handsome. Everybody loves him. Mm -hmm. God chooses him and anoints him. Samuel prophesies over him. Mm -hmm. And where is Saul when they actually go to make him king? He's hiding among the luggage. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, you you can almost pity Saul in these moments where you see like this person who has a very glorious facade, but then it's actually he's he proves to be a pretty weak and, and fearful seeming man, and that really just resonates too. Like his fear of man and and yeah. everything echoes and, and resonates with the fear of man that filled Israel and wanting a king in the first place. Right. And, you know, I think we're about to watch 
how that truly unravels in the next chapter. Yeah, exactly. And that God warned them that all of these things would happen. And yet he's staying completely faithful to his promises and that he will be the, bring them a king, yeah. the kind that they need, totally. uh, a man after God's own heart, but also who himself, David, is a foreshadowing, totally. again, of the ultimate Absolutely. Uh, king, the one that we really need, the son of God, Jesus. Yeah, amen. All right, well, come back tomorrow to see what happens to our pal Saul. For Jennifer McClish, I'm Will Carlisle. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.